Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're so grateful that you've joined us this morning for Mornings with the Holy Spirit, uh, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. This broadcast is brought to you by Awakening Prayer Hubs, a spiritual awakening prayer thrust. That's our vision. That's our mission. We want to see nations, cities, people awakened to the and whole through the power of prayer. Check that out at awakeningprayerhubs.com. As you're coming in, remember, we are in South Florida. Our church is in Fort Lauderdale, Awakening House of Prayer. You can come, come on over at 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. The first service is that practical teaching with a prophetic edge. We're in the midst of a series called Power Habits. And that second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going deeper into the things of God. We are pressing through that walking in the watchman anointing service. Wow, the whole series, it's been good. If you're not in the region, you can watch the first service online at ahop.online. Consider becoming an official web church member. We have officially launched the virtual healing rooms, the virtual prophecy rooms. There's so much there for you virtual life group, virtual pastoral care, virtual prayer line. Come on, somebody say it with me. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Amen. God is good. That second service is streamed exclusively at schoolofthespirit.tv. And we're entering into a new series very soon on severing the roots of rejection. You can find that over there, schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. Thank you for coming in today. We are going to read from more, from evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, I Want All of You. Wow. I want all of you. Did you know that? God doesn't want half your heart. He wants your whole heart. I remember many years ago, I was sitting on my balcony looking out at the ocean and God says, I want your, I want your heart. And I said, Lord, you have my heart. And he said, I want your heart. I said, Lord, you have my heart. He said, I want your whole heart. And I didn't realize at the time that fear of surrendering to God's will was causing me to hold back part of myself. I didn't know what it would cost me. I didn't know what I was going to have to give up. He wants your whole heart. He wants your eyes, your ears. He wants all of you. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I gave you my life. I gave you my love. I gave you my gifts. I gave you my wisdom. I gave you my peace, joy, and more. What do I want in return? You ask. I want your life. I want your heart. I want your love. I will never ask for more than you can give. <laughs> I all, I want all of you. Will you give me you? Asks the Lord. Did you see that there? I will never ask for more than you can give. Now, if you're going through a tough season, it probably doesn't seem like that's true. The reality is the Lord is true. The enemy is a liar and the enemy will try to take more than you want to give. He'll try to steal, kill and destroy. But God will never ask more of you than you are ready and able to give. So if he's asking you for something, submit, obey and watch how you transform your life. Today's scripture references 1 Timothy 6.13, 1 Timothy 6.17 and Psalm 29 verse 11. Now, the prayer starter for today, you've given me everything, and I did nothing to earn any of it. Your grace is matchless, and your love is endless. So I give you all that I am and all that I have. I give you all of me. Help me to fully surrender. In Jesus' name, amen 
and amen. Father, we're so grateful today because you are a generous God and we can't outgive you. <laughs> you are the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. You're the God who died on a cross to pay for our sins. You are the master son. You are the eternal God. You are the faithful God. You're a good man in the storm. You're always with us, always watching over us, always trying to get your will, your wisdom over to us. Help us, Lord, to see you accurately in the spirit, to see you as the good, good father. When all these bad things are happening to us left and right all around, help us to remind ourselves, Holy Spirit, remind us of the goodness of God, the goodness of our heavenly father. There's no shifting shadow of turning in him. He has not changed his mind about our destiny. He has not changed his mind about the prophetic words spoken over our life. So we thank you, God. You're steady. You're stable. You are true. When everything around us looks like a lie, we can return to you, the one true living God for a word of life. We shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. God, we need a word. We need a word. We need a fresh word for the season that we find ourselves in. So would you speak to our hearts on today, God? Would you help us hang on your every word? Would you help us hear the still small voice in which you speak? Would you help us, Lord, to discern between the truth and the lies that the enemy bombards our minds with trying to make us quit, give up, go back, run away? Would you help us today, God, to see you? as you really are, the faithful God, the faithful witness. You will never leave us or forsake us even to the end of the age. And we glorify your name because of your faithfulness. Even when we're not faithful, you are faithful. You will not deny your promises. You will not go back on your word ever. You are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. You are steady. You are stable. And you just keep getting better. The more we get to know you, God, the more we understand how good you really are. The closer that we draw to you, oh, Jesus, the more we understand the peace that's available to us in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the war, the joy unspeakable and full of glory that we find when we enter into the depths of your presence. Pleasures at your right hand forevermore. When we press in, press past the flesh, press past the mind traffic, press past the warfare, when we choose to press, we're going to get there. We're going to get to a new place in you, a new realm of the spirit, a new understanding of your word, a new revelation of your heart. We're pressing for a purpose. Help us, Lord, to keep on pressing until we get to the destination that you have ordained for us in this season. Lord, we're going to keep pressing. We have determined to keep pressing, but we need your help because apart from you, we can't do anything. So help us, God. Give us the grace to press. Paul said this one thing I do. I press past those things which are behind and I press toward the mark of the high calling that is on my life. So help us work to get and take and move in that apostolic grit that just won't quit. 
Help us, Lord, to choose today that despite the hell and the high water, despite the warfare and the floods of the enemy, despite it all, we will serve you with our whole heart, holding nothing back, withholding nothing. We will serve you with our whole heart. We will not give up and quit when things get hard. We will not pull back when things get uncomfortable. We will not try to figure out how we're going to do it, but we will look to the one who empowers us to do what he told us to do. His name is Jesus, Yeshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. That your grace is sufficient for us. <laughs> you are well able to make us sin when all hell is breaking loose against us. When people turn their backs upon us. When people stick a knife in the back and twist it and turn it around and around and around the betrayal. You are well able to heal us from those wounds. You are well able to pick us up and lift us higher than we ever thought we could go. Somebody needs to hear this. The betrayal was for your betterment. You were tied to the wrong person. They were holding you back. They were talking about you when you weren't in the room. The betrayal was for your betterment. The ties have been severed. And the Lord would say to you, do not grieve over your soul. Do not grieve over the one who harassed you. Do not grieve over the one who stalked you. Do not, do not grieve over the one who stabbed you in the back. For this was freedom for you, says the Lord. It seems painful. It seems like it won't stop stinging. But when you see it through my eyes, says the Lord, you will rejoice. Because that tie, that bond that you had with that one. It was toxic, says the Lord, and it was bringing into your life more warfare than you even comprehend, says God. So rejoice in the betrayal because I saw it coming. And when my son was betrayed, remember, there was a purpose in it. So I know that it hurts, but give your pain to me, says the Lord, for I will clean you up and lift you up and I will exalt you in the due season. If you will sit steady on my promises, stand and fight in war for what belongs to you. But you can't fight in a war from a compromised position. You must allow me to heal you so you can get back in the fight and take back what the enemy stole from you. And now that these toxic ties have been broken, now that the betrayal has been committed, says the Lord, now that this person is gone and out of your life, says God, you will be able to soar because they were really holding you down all along. You didn't see it. You didn't know it. You thought they were important, but they were working against you long before they came at you. So give it all to me and rejoice because I have a better plan for you. And I have people who will surround you that have my heart for you. And together you will go further than any of you could go independently. So walk with me and trust in me because I see it all. And I'll continue to show you things to come, says the Lord. Father, we're so grateful. We're so grateful that you see the end from the beginning. <laughs> we're so grateful. Even when we're blindsided, even when we did not want to believe this one could do that and the other could do this, even when it was hard to accept, you'd already worked it out for our good in the spirit. You've already got it all figured out, planned out, worked out. You've already got the blessing in store for us. You've already done it all. So we have to do our part now, Lord. We forgive. 
We forgive those who abused us. We forgive those who accused us. We forgive those who cursed us. We forgive them from our heart, not just from our minds, not just words out of our mouth that mean nothing. <laughs> but we forgive them from our heart, those who betrayed us. We forgive them from our heart. Listen, you're going to be grateful one day about what these people did to you. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. Because when you see the toxicity that's no longer in your life and how much more peace you have and how much more uh, uh, anointing you have because you chose to do things God's way. To forgive those who used you and abused you and accused you. That's how, that's one way you gain more trust in the Lord's eyes. More authority is through your obedience to obey him when you feel like everything's falling apart. When you feel like you should take matters in your own hand and you trust him to vindicate you, to bring vengeance upon the demon powers that inspired people to betray you, to hurt you, to use you, abuse you, and accuse you. So we forgive from our hearts. Come on. <laughs> We forgive from our hearts. We forgive the ones that stole money, the ones that slandered our name. We forgive them, God. We forgive the ones who cursed us. We forgive the ones who lied to our face. We forgive the ones who manipulated us, the ones who tried to control us, the ones who just would not stop as good enough, but had to keep pressing until they overplayed their hand and we saw them for what they were. Father, I thank you. The enemy always overplays his hand. I thank you. He always shows his cards. I thank you that if we stay steady in prayer, if we stay steady in gazing upon your beauty, if we stay steady in your word, we will see the enemy. And an enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. And so we rejoice that you've given us the authority uh, uh, in the name of Jesus to, to, to cast out demons, to bind them, to loose your glory in our lives, to loose the angels, to loose your will, to loose your grace. We're so grateful. There's no other God like you. No other God who's mighty to save. No other God. No other God. There's no other God. You are an awesome God, awesome in power, awesome in glory, awesome in majesty. <laughs> the majesty of God. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. Who are we to hold someone's sin against them? You alone are judge. <laughs> you alone are judge. We're not the judge. You've told us to forgive and to let you deal with it. So that is what we're doing. Come on. You've told us, God, to forgive and let it go. And that's what we're doing. And we're leaving it to you. We're putting all this mess in your hands. We're putting all this pain in your hands. We're putting all this disappointment in your hands. We're putting all this these trust issues in your hands. I see that, Lord. Some of you have trust issues and you were hurt in the past. And it has now affected every relationship since at work with friends, in church. Because you didn't truly allow the Lord to heal your heart. Maybe you forgave. But you pulled back. You said in your own self, well, I'm never going to trust people again. That's called an inner vow and it needs to be broken. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to a good number of you. I said, there's some of you that it was a very subtle thought. 
Maybe you said a lot. I don't know some of you. It was barely noticeable. You just thought, well, I'm not going to put myself in that position again. I'm not going to allow people to get that close to me where I can be hurt like that again. I, 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 I'm not going to trust church leaders anymore. I don't know exactly what some of you said, but it sounds something like what I just described. There was some kind of inner vow. And now you've got walls up all around your heart and people can't get close to you. And you're upset because you don't have close relationships. Nobody's need a friend because you've blocked and walled everybody out with the inner vow of distrust. So every time someone tries to get close to you, the same voice speaks to you. I'm, I'm not going to let anybody hurt me again. I'm not letting anybody get that close to me again. People always use me. People always disappoint me. I'm not going there anymore. These are inner vows and they need to be broken. They need to be broken. So, Father, we break every inner vow. Come on, you got to speak it out of your mouth. We break every inner vow we made. You tell us not to make vows. Let our yes be yes and our no be no. Jesus said, don't make any vows. Don't make any vows. Jesus said, don't make them. Just let your yes be yes and your no be no. So, Father, we repent for making these inner vows. For allowing the enemy to infiltrate our mind and sway us toward uh, uh, some sort of internal protection mechanism when you are our protector and we're going to trust you to protect us knowing knowing that we will still find hurt experiences coming to our life because it happens to us all it happens to everybody it happened to jesus happened to paul happened to peter they were betrayed many of these wonderful uh, bible uh, examples david Abraham, see, they all suffered. So who are we to think we shouldn't suffer? Who are we to think we should just choose not to trust people anymore because of a bad experience 20 years ago, 10 years ago, two months ago? So, Lord, we we, we, we choose to break these inner vows. And we choose not to wall in our hearts. And we choose to form healthy relationships led by your spirit. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for dealing with these trust issues today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to trust again, but trust the right people, knowing that the right people can turn into the wrong people at any given moment, knowing that the one that we were close to 20 years ago may change over time and become that Absalom, become that Judas. They started out true and good and kind, and somewhere along the way, the enemy got in. Help us, Lord, not to shut everybody else out because of one bad experience or a series of bad experiences. We want to shut people out. We get closer and closer and closer to shutting you out because you tell us to forgive and obey and pray for those who accuse us. And we want to obey that scripture, God. We want to obey that command. The birds, the commands, Lord, are not burdensome. So help us today to break through and break free from all these trust issues, God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's share this. Let's transition. Let's share this quickly. We're going to get into this next segment now. Some of you need to go back and listen to this from the beginning because there was a lot that happened. There was a lot that happened. But share this quickly, guys. Everybody share it somewhere. We're going to press past or press through or press into this next segment. Severing the Miriam spirit's tongue. Shaba. Severing 
the Miriam spirit's tongue. So Miriam was a prophetess. I'm not going to do teaching. I'll teach on this another time. I want to give you enough to understand what we're dealing with here. Miriam was a prophetess, but she didn't always use her mouth to prophesy the song of the Lord. She and her brother, Aaron, began to speak against Moses. Look at this here. I'm going to read you a scripture now, as I always do. Numbers 12, verses 1 and 2. Numbers 12, verses 1 and 2. Now, Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he had married, or he had married a Cushite woman. And they said, has the Lord really spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken also through us? And the Lord heard it. See, Miriam fell prey to a murmuring spirit. And we call it the Miriam spirit just because it's identifiable. We can see it in operation. She personified that in that moment of weakness. She gave in to this spirit. Of course, the Lord hears everything. And this murmuring spirit is just really manifesting all over the place right now. So what is a murmur? A murmur is a half-suppressed or muttered complaint. See, people don't murmur compliments. They murmur complaints. And the Bible groups murmuring with complaining and grumbling. These are all sort of lumped in together. It, it, it's, it's voicing a grievance or a gripe. It's like belly aching and crabbing, whining and moaning. Here's the thing. If you have aught with a brother or a sister, you go to that brother or sister, you don't start murmuring behind their back. If you have an issue with your boss at work, you're not supposed to go tell all the other employees what a what a joke they are. You're supposed to go to your boss. And when you don't, it's called murmuring, murmuring. And God does not like it. What happened to Miriam? You remember what happened to Miriam? She was leprous. Now, Aaron didn't get struck with leprosy. And I've always wondered why, because they were both murmuring. So it was either that Miriam was the one who started it. These are some theories of mine that Miriam was either the one who started it or Miriam was the one who wouldn't stop when Aaron said, I don't want to hear that. Hmm. Either way, murmuring is dangerous. So we don't want to be a part of that. We don't want to engage in it, but we also want to sever this murmuring spirit that's speaking against us. And prayer hub leaders, the spirit's been let loose. In the prayer hubs, you can see it. I've been getting emails from some of you, and I've been checking and reading it, and I can see that some of you just can't get along. <laughs> and it's going to stop right now because you're not going to bow to that spirit, let it influence some of you anymore. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are a good father. You're a good father. And we ask you, Lord, to forgive us if we have engaged in murmuring. All the murmuring that we've done, we ask you, God, to help us, to help us, God, to not fall into the temptation of this demon spirit that would try to put pressure on our tongue to voice our complaints to somebody that can't do anything about it. Help us, Lord, ourselves not to come into agreement, to be used by this murmuring spirit, this Miriam spirit. We don't want to be like that. We don't want to be spiritual lepers. We don't want to be put outside the camp like Miriam was. We don't want to be excluded. We don't want to be sat down. So we don't want to murmur because that's what it leads to. It disqualifies us. Let me just say this. Dishonor disqualifies you from access. That needs to be a rule in your life. If someone is continually dishonoring you, they don't need access to you till they repent. Dishonor disqualifies you from access. 
So we repent, God, for dishonoring you by dishonoring your word by murmuring. And now we take authority over this murmuring spirit in the name of Jesus. I break the powers of this Miriam spirit against us in Jesus' name. We push it back. We shut your mouth. We close it shut in the name of the Lord. We sever the tongue of the murmuring spirit now in the name of Jesus. We mute you. We mute you. We mute you in the of the Lord, we decree and declare this murmuring spirit will not speak against us anymore. We silence your voice. We break the teeth of this demon power. We disqualify you from engaging in our company in the name of Jesus. We cast you out. You spirit. We cast you out in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord. We disassociate ourselves with you. We will not tolerate you in our midst. And you're complaining and you're grumbling. We will not give ear to it. But the first time we hear it, the first hint of it, we will take a stand. And even in the natural, we will take a stand and we will say, no, my devil, not in my ear. You're not polluting my ear gates with your murmuring. You're not going to pollute my heart with your bitter judgments. You're not going to get in my company with your nagging, uh, griping, uh, complaining, uh, 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 grumbling spirit we will not tolerate it in the name of jesus so we put a cease and desist order on the miriam spirit these murmuring demons in the name of jesus we say you are uh cast out you are uh, shut out for good we 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 door and lock you out. You will not enter into our midst. You will not enter into our prayer movement. You will not enter into our churches. You will not enter into our into our homes. You will not enter into our schools. We complete we declare that you are that your assignment against us is finished. We bring it to an end now in Jesus' name. We say, it is finished. You, Miriam, spirit, you are under our feet. Your voice is silenced. It's cut off. It's severed. It's finished. No longer will we tolerate you. And now, Lord, forgive all those who have been influenced by a Miriam spirit. Lord, forgive them because they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't understand that they were agreeing with the enemy. They didn't understand that in the spirit, they look like lepers because they've engaged in combating leaders in the church. They've engaged in trying to tear down someone God has lifted up. They've engaged in gossip and slander against the one who was anointed to lead. <laughs> lead the church, lead the PTA, lead the soccer club. Whatever it is, I thank Lord, we take the blood of Jesus against this Miriam spirit now. And we say, you're not welcome back in, you demon power. Deliver those who have been ensnared by this Miriam spirit. Give them a revelation so they can see what they've done, so they can see what they're doing, so they can repent, so that they don't reap from what they've sown in Jesus' name. Help them, Lord, to see it clearly. Give them an aha moment, a revelation, so they can disassociate themselves with it. For any of us can fall prey and, and be used by the enemy. 
any of us can be fall can fall prey and be used of the enemy and we say help us god not to fall into the trap help us god to discern it operating in our midst help us god not to come into agreement with it help us god in jesus name amen and amen and amen shabashakatara come on maya born to win Yes, yes, yes. Come on, Nancy, you got it. We've got to discern this thing. If you hear somebody murmuring against whatever it is, the leader of your classroom, the, the leader at your workplace, of your division, uh, the leader of, of you know, don't give ear to that thing. When you give ear to it, you're encouraging it. You need to be one who shuts it down. You need to be the one that says, uh-uh. We're not going to murmur and groan and complain against the leaders. And we're not going to murmur, groan and complain against each other. We're going to walk in love. You got you to choose to do that. Because when you give ear to this thing continually, you become part of the problem. I think that's why Aaron was called out. Because Aaron didn't get leprosy. But he should have shut it down. That's my opinion. Amen. Come on. Guys, let's move into our next segment here. Let's move into our next segment here. Jesus. I was going to read you a testimony, but my testimony file somehow got, uh, I can't open it. So we'll not do that today. But many people are sitting in testimonies from all over the world about uh, their experience with the ministry, with the schools. Uh, with the church services, if you have a testimony, please do send that to support at jenniferleclair.org. You can send it over to support at jenniferleclair.org. Let us know because our heart is really to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. We want to see you break loose, break free, and come up higher. Amen. Kate and Lita says, I'm not agreeing with this murmuring spirit. Amen. Amen. God is good. I want to hang out and talk with you a little bit. I want to spend 30 seconds letting you know how you can sow into the ministry if you choose to. We're going to spend 30 seconds on this and we're going to move move on. You can sow into right to the missions arm, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Uh, we are helping dig water wells in Africa, rescue sex trafficking victims off the street, uh, helping addicts break free and so much more feeding hungry children. Uh, you can become a missions partner. You can choose uh, to Shadrabashi, I see that. You you can choose uh, to uh, become a partner, so one-time seed. There's several other ways you can give that may be more convenient for you. You can do that at Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. I'm sorry, it's dollar sign prophetic books. Dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text to give is 754-701-2161. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray and follow the prompts. You can also use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Amen. You can find the wire service over there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate if you want to wire. And of course, you can use those Facebook stars and the YouTube stickers as well. And Father, I thank you for all those who are giving and sowing today. I ask you to multiply this uh, seed back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Guys, did anybody take the rejection quiz over there yet? Let me know how you how you fared on that school of the spirit.tv slash rejection quiz. 
It's a free, to, free for you to take. We're trying to help you determine if some of your problems in life may be tied to rejection. Uh, what I've discerned is many people have rejection issues and don't know it. And so this quiz, it's not perfect. It's not scientific, but it's pretty good. And people are uh, uh, indicating that uh, they are really getting a, a lot of insight into some of the issues that they have experienced in their life. Uh, you can find that over there at uh, at uh, schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection quiz. That's our uh, free resource for you to try to help you get more clarity on what you may be dealing with. A lot of, a lot of times people think, you know, well, I, I have this or I have that. And really, uh, many times it's rejection, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 rejection quiz. You can also go over there to uh, jenniferleclair.org slash events and uh, watch the Oh, you can watch the, I just saw something. And watch the freedom, the, uh, was it freedom? How I, how I broke free from the spirit of rejection. That is over there. Uh, that is over there uh, at jenniferleclair.org slash events, how I broke free from the spirit of rejection. You can watch that. Uh, it's free to watch, free to register, and that will give you some additional insight as well. So check that out. Today's uh, broadcast, guys, is sponsored by Awakening Prayer Hubs, and you can check that out at awakeningprayerhubs.com. Uh, we're starting an inner healing track for our prayer hub leaders because we realize that many of our prayer hub leaders have been rejected, even in churches. Uh, yes, rejection is trauma. Is a kind of trauma. It's not. It's not the only kind of trauma. So re trauma and rejection are not equal because trauma is a whole other issue. But rejection is traumatic. It is traumatic for many people. Depending on the degree of it, it's more traumatic. Amen. Uh, so awakening probes is a prayer movement, and we are pressing into spiritual awakening in cities and nations around the world. And we are starting that inner healing track. Be ready probably in a couple of weeks from now. Uh, to make sure that we can help you walk through, you know, your pastor should be doing this for you. Um, really, they should. And I, my suggestion to you is if you're not in a church who will help you get delivered or healed, you probably need to change churches. Matter of fact, you do need to change churches because uh, if they're not ministering to your, if they're only ministering to your uh, spirit, they're not ministering to your soul. They're leaving out a really important part because you can't only go so far in the spirit when your soul is messed up. Amen. AwakeningProbes.com, you can join a, a hub in your city. You can launch a hub. You can sponsor a hub. Uh, people are waiting for sponsorships and emerging nations to launch their hubs. And you, if you're in an emerging nation, you can apply for a sponsorship for your hub. Now, an emerging nation is not Canada or America. We had somebody the other day apply from Philadelphia, uh, and, uh, but the Philadelphia is not an emerging nation. Amen. It's not. Um, Philadelphia is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty solid. It's not an emerging nation. So this is for people in emerging nations uh, that they, they get their sponsorship. There's an application there for you. Go to awakeningprayerhubs.com slash find a hub and find out where all those prayer hubs are. We're in 38 nations, guys. So it's hard for me to remember every city that we're in. I have to refer to the map myself. Who has who got their Sears dictionary? Most people got them. There's a few slackers because of the mail, the, the posted, the postal system, the U.S. postal system. Who got your Sears dictionary? Any feedback on that? If you got that, make sure you go over there and uh, give it five stars. We got ours. You can, if you didn't get yours, you can order it at uh, Amazon. The Sears dictionary, your A to Z guide to understanding Sears language. Just want to make sure you guys got it. 
Barbara, you didn't get yours yet. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's, see, understand guys, there's a paper shortage. I wonder if you saw that on the news. There's a paper shortage. And uh, so it's taking the printers longer to print the books. And then there is a uh, jam up in the postal service. All right, guys, God bless you. I will see you tomorrow, if not today. Have a great day. And you know what? More than that, have a breakthrough day.